0: Sillman Fusion, beginning in five, four, three, two, one.
1: Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG.
2: Who? the longest running geek related podcast out there geeks of tng
0: allegedly Allegedly. but uh also really who the hell are you
2: i'm peter by the way dr strange oh you're using your made-up names
0: um i'm spider-man then i am the senate i am the sandwich i can handle things i'm smart not like everybody says like dumb i'm smart and i want respect they don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm rude. I am Batman.
3: I
2: am West Coast Scott.
0: Great Scott.
3: Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev.
0: Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? And that's why they're talent. Me and Scott. The
3: real talent on the show. Oh boy! You're gonna need a bigger boat. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime.
4: Why did you say that name? Punch it!
3: Where where is the kid? Uh, I'll tell you where he is. He's ducking the fact that uh, he has to review Shogun. (laughs) Okay. A new Shogun began, and he's just avoiding having to do that. That is my opinion. I have nothing to back that up. An avoidant
2: personality. It's terrible. Just saying. So so what is it? The fart and small of the show isn't here?
3: The fart and soul
2: oh the fart and soul all right yeah oh a sand what so is this is this going to be called uh give me a shogun hold the sandwich hmm. <laughs> i was no. hoping for a better reaction than that so i guess not that's probably not going to be the title then <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh good start good start to the show as always <laughs> work Oh, while well, while you try to reset everything, we did invite the Patreoners to watch this one live, so hopefully we'll get some folks to join us as we go on. And uh, let's do the social medias. Be sure you're following the show on all of the social medias. That includes Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and so forth. It is Geek Stuff TNG in all of those places. If you want to support the show over on the Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash geekstufftng. Just a dollar a month gets you access to the show's private Discord server, at $3 a month, it's the early bird special, so as soon as we're done editing the show when we're finished, we put it up live at, uh, or not live, we make it available to the Patreons at the $3 we put bubble. it up
3: live. We'll
2: like do it previously live. Recorded. Previously, previously recorded. Previously
3: recorded live.
2: That's right. Live to tape. Uh, live. At $5 a month, it's the bonus show, which is episodes of vintage episodes of Geek Stuff, Big Kev's Geek Stuff, that and one. The Sandwich Shop when we force them to finally watch Shogun. And then at $10 a month, you get the invitation to watch the show live, which we've been recording the shows on Zoom and then making those available on Patreon to watch back. So you get the uh, the video portion of the show. Um, Mm -hmm. But again, starting today, we are sending out invites. We'll try to get those invites out maybe a little bit in advance to the Patreon folks uh, so you can join us. Typically, we record at, what, 7 o'clock Eastern time on Tuesdays is our normal recording time. Give or take. Typically. Yeah. Nothing oh. in this
3: world is guaranteed.
2: No, especially not all three of us being here at on time. I'm here. You're here. You are time. here. You were actually more on time than anyone this week, so you win. You win That's the prize. Right.
3: Let's let's remember that the child. talent
2: the talent is going to be pissed. I'm here, and nobody's ready. That's it. I'm going back to my trailer. That's it. The the big Kev talent trailer out back of Big Kahuna Studios big kahuna studio oh it's big kevhuna excuse me big kevhuna all right so why don't we do this geek stuff what's in the news man did you uh did you want to start by talking about uh did you watch the new shogun i mean it it,
3: uh, i didn't actually watch it yet no
2: all right it's a it's a mini series though also it's not it's not like a one and done it's several episodes right correct do you know how many episodes there's going to be
3: I do not. I imagine it's going to be, I think it's a limited series, but I, I honestly don't know. I, I actually don't want to know because I don't want to like, I don't want to pace out the story by knowing how long it's going to be in advance.
2: Is that how you so do, it, is is that it, how you do it, it? You don't look at how many episodes are, so you don't know how, how long it's going to go. You just watch them as they come.
3: Yeah, because then I'm not like, Oh, I, oh seven episodes. This is episode six. Something big must happen here. I don't wanna do that. I mean, yeah, that, that is true. That is true. I would rather just take it as it comes. Yeah. So when I get an opportunity, which will probably be later this evening, I will watch episode one.
2: Yeah, sounds good. So yeah, so you, you i guess you always you do know if you're watching it episode by episode, like, okay, this is a certain episode in the order, this is where the heel turn happens, this is where that gets Yeah, revealed. you know,
3: stuff like that. I rather I would rather be surprised by that rather than knowing
2: or if you're watching uh invincible it's like oh this is episode four i'm gonna have to wait six months for the other four episodes in this season
3: yeah exactly i mean if i knew that kind of break was coming yeah i mean yeah i I,
2: honestly i probably would have just waited to watch them all in in order
3: in that circumstance i probably would have just waited to watch at least until the four were done binge the four, and then wait yeah, I might have done that. You know, what, I haven't done that yet because I honestly haven't finished season uh, Invincible season one. Oh, so. oh, you haven't even finished Invincible season one? Oh, wow. I haven't. no.
2: <clears throat> I mean, I, I definitely have, have enjoyed it, um, and, and even the the Adam Eve special was really good as well. So mm-hmm. you know, I, but like I said, I was I'm enjoying it so much that I was like super pissed that there was only four episodes. Like after waiting however long between the last season and this season, then it's just. It's like it's like a, an appetizer, and then you're waiting for another three or four months. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Rick and Morty is on Hulu now, so like for I couldn't watch the new new shows because I don't have cable, and it wasn't available to stream until a little while later. So it is now available on Hulu, so I finally uh, watched the latest season of Rick and Morty. You had watched the latest one, right, with the new voices? I did. Yeah, the new season I really
3: liked. Now. Did, so-
2: I mean, so I noticed, I mean, it, to me, it felt noticeable that there were a lot of episodes that Rick and Morty were almost pushed to the side and they fo- they followed other characters a little more. Do you think that that's just where they were going with the writing anyway? Or did they do that a little more because they had a new, they had some new voices? And I, think, they wanted they're, to I
3: think they're fleshing out the universe. I think it's a good thing to do. You know, yeah, no, I, there's I, a show that it made it a better show. Like. What was that? There's a show that you don't like that took that approach to developing even secondary and tertiary characters. But I think it was a more complete show as a result of that. So, Which show is that that I don't like? The Big Bang Theory. Oh.
2: I, it's not that I don't like. It. I watched it for... What, how many seasons was it on? 14?
3: You don't have to defend yourself.
2: You I, watched like it, it. You I watched like it. I watched it for a long time, but it felt mm-hmm. like it was the joke... At at some point, it's like, oh, ha ha, Penny's an alcoholic, ha ha, Sheldon's autistic. I like get that's what it felt like the joke was at.
3: They never identified Sheldon as autistic, so that they was could make fun of him a, being autistic
2: by not. Because if they said he's autistic, then you're just making fun of a of a person. Yeah, is it
3: is it is it that he's autistic or does he have OCD about a bunch of things?
2: Either way, okay, if he's got OCD, then you're making fun of somebody's mental illness
3: okay i don't i don't agree with that assessment but i i don't think this is the point for us to argue with. no i know i mean
2: again i enjoyed the show for many seasons i got tired of it i'm not saying it was a bad show i'm saying i got tired I understand. of it um and and the, you know the, the tertiary characters were fun i loved the the comic sh- comic sh- store owner stewart was that his name
3: yes yeah, stewart yeah yeah but that's what that's basically what i'm talking about i'm talking about those i'm talking about those circumstances you know where, where uh, you know that that's a good show, an example of where they fleshed out a bunch of not only secondary characters but tertiary characters as well. Stewart's probably a really great example of that. He's probably the best example of that, honestly, because they needed, you know, they gave his character closure also, and he is at best a tertiary character. So. Yeah, but there are other ones as well but i mean that's that's i just think that's a good example of what we're talking about we don't have to get into you know your your uh feelings and opinions about the show I those and i thought it's a great show it's one of my favorite shows I and uh, I'll,
2: I'll even know. i'll even say this the episode where howard went i think he went to the space station and he's uh you know and he keep and he keeps sending the uh the, the video messages back to Bernadette, and like one of the lines was i ate a butterfly i mean like it, it just I thought that was like, I thought he should have won an Emmy because yeah. his acting and that was one of my favorite
3: was amazing in the show. Yeah. Doesn't so, get enough work. Yep. Yeah. So, so, okay. But in fairness, I don't think any of them need to work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I You know, it's funny. That thing um, will be in syndication forever. Yeah. What? Whatever the residuals are. I'm sure they're fine. Who's working other than Jim Parsons did a couple of like movie parts, but nothing, yeah. no leads. Uh, the only one that's really, really working lead wise out of that is Kaylee Cuoco.
2: Yeah, she's working a lot. That,
3: whatever that stewardess or airline, flight assist, flight attendant. Right. Series. Well, I do not want to, but that 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 one and and Melissa Roush, who in my opinion was a secondary character on you know, at least half of that series. Yep. Yeah. Uh, who played Bernadette? She is the per- star and producer of the Night Court remake. That's it, Simon Helberg. I can think that he. I think I know that he did one movie. I'm trying to remember what the name of it was. I think he played like a Russian in it or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but I, I heard he was very good in it. I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen Raj. Guy played Raj. I haven't seen him in anything. Kevin Sussman, who played a uh, uh, Stewart that we were talking about earlier, I don't think I've seen him in anything. Kripke, I don't think I've seen him in anything. Uh, Christine met- Baran
2: i got i met and got a picture with Quipke at uh la comic-con one year
3: oh uh christine baranski who played leonard's mother she always works so i think her most recent thing was the gilded age which was kind of i think i think kind of an american version of downton abbey it was the same creator i think, Mm. I think that's marla may who right Marla May, who? Yeah, Christine Baranski
2: is Marla May, who from oh. Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And I, don't I find song. her extremely attractive as Marla May, who. she looks fine as Christine Baranski, but I find her extremely attractive as Marla May. I've
3: never seen Christine Baranski in anything that I didn't think she was amazing in. Oh, yeah, she's a great, the, great actress. The Birdcage she played the kid's mother in the Birdcage. i mean i've nothing i've never seen christine bransky in anything that i didn't think she was amazing in and that said her role and her performance on big bang theory was amazing um also the one who played sheldon's mother was also Uh, from from the connor's from roseanne yep yep yeah i don't remember the actress's name i'm really embarrassed i don't remember the actress's name um, what's what's really funny about that situation, I'm sure we've talked about on the show On the show, Young Sheldon, her real life daughter is playing the younger version of her Big Bang Theory character, Sheldon's mother. She's playing the younger version, her right. own, her actual daughter, Laura, Laura, Laura Metcalf, is that it? Lori
2: Metcalf, it? yeah, that's
3: her. Laura Metcalf's daughter in real life is playing the younger version of Sheldon's mother in, in Young Sheldon, which is ending, by the way, and is a show I can never get into. I just couldn't. I just couldn't get into it. Love the character. Love. I, I've, I've looked on YouTube all the referential stuff to Big Bang Theory. I've seen, but no interest. If they were to do a new series based on any of the characters moving forward, I would watch. But I, I don't think backstories are the way to go with those characters, especially since young Sheldon. I think in several cases has contradicted the Big Bang Theory. So, oh yeah, maybe uh, that. Said, it, it it was. It, you have to expect at least some of that. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't allow. it, But that's that's me. That's the way I would produce that show. I would not allow there to be any anything that false represented something that happened in that they covered well covered ground in the Big Bang Theory. Anyway, need a show bible. Uh. uh how did we get on this? Something coverage characters tertiary. Something. Yeah,
2: we were talking about tertiary characters. Um, you know, just while we're on those kind of the kind of the reboots and everything. I know we we mentioned last time. You, you know, you mentioned uh, Melissa Roush on uh, the reboot of Night Court, and mm-hmm. we said last time that uh, John Larroquette was kind of sad at first, but now he's really enjoying it. But and, and that was also where his character was, right? Wasn't Dan Fielding kind of in a depression as the show started and like. Get, comes back to work maybe I haven't
3: watched it have you, of, have you watched yeah, it, any of it kinda. yeah yeah I watched most of the first season I just watched the Roz episode okay yeah and marsh then warfield and and uh, um marsh warfield and uh what's his name Dan fielding Laque John Larquette. Yeah. they're they're two of the only regulars I think that are are left now, yeah. I think. And rumor has it that uh, that Brett Brent Spiner will do an episode as his character from the original show. Yeah, um, which is interesting. I think it was Bob Wheeler. I think is the name of the character, the Wheelers. I, they get that actress back who played his wife, and that'd be really funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, but I think. Uh. I think that'd be really. That would be really funny, really interesting. I like anything that will tie it to the old show, the Roz episode uh, or episodes with uh, with Dan, I thought were really, really, really special and great. What I don't like about the show, I can't put my finger on it, but man, it feels so fast. And I don't mean that in a good way. I mean, like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's something about the pacing and I can't put my finger on how to describe it, but it doesn't sit. It doesn't sit as well with me as the original show sat with me in the sense that when I'm watching an episode, like I can feel the pacing in the original, but man, I really feel like hands are on my back on the new show. Like I'm getting pushed through this episode really fast. And I don't know why that is. They're not shorter. You know what I mean? They're not shorter. They're not longer. They're not shorter. So I don't know why it feels rushed, but it does. It feels rushed. Do you, I don't know. I don't know. I why wonder that if is.
2: that's just that like sitcom appetites have changed. And so maybe they're just trying to keep it punchy. I don't and fast. Know.
3: Yeah, I really don't know. And I don't know. It just doesn't feel it doesn't. I mean, again, we're talking about a series that I absolutely love. I've seen every episode of it probably a million times. So, I mean, we're not talking about new new territory here. Uh, you know, we're talking about something that I am well, overly well-versed in, like little house well-versed in. <laughs> um, which I, I'm, I just don't think I'm going to make the reunion in California, which I'm devastated by. But there's one in Connecticut. I haven't given up hope on, on so, that one yet. You
2: know what? At this point... When you come back to California for a Little House reunion, or San Diego Comic Con, or an eventual uh, never Star Wars that. celebration back at that, that, uh, back in Anaheim, uh, it, it, I think it's time to uh, uh, to organize the the West Coast archive. <laughs> we we got to get uh, we got to get some bins, and you know, maybe maybe make a don't, cake bet about uh, how many bins you're going to need.
3: Don't, because I'm going to start making, I'm going to start making, I'm going to start bringing the humor of that into this that you don't want me to bring in, so. <laughs> All right. Talking about members of
2: your family, mm-hmm. so
3: don't, don't, don't bring me there.
2: All right, well, well, we'll move on. The one last thing is we're talking about the reboot, so Frasier reboot got, is getting a second season. Have you watched any of that?
3: No, no interest.
2: So you're not even interested in that, but you liked Frasier mm-hmm. in the, originally,
3: right? I liked, yeah, I mean. To an extent, yeah. I wasn't the biggest fan of it in the world, but I, I watched it occasionally. Not, well, not that big a fan. I mean, really. And the fact that they don't have Niles back is really – and that they're back in Boston is, is just – I don't know. If they're back in Boston, why didn't they go to the bar?
2: Yeah. Right? Is I mean, yeah, you,
3: well, they, Have they made any references that, oh, I miss Sam in the bar, blah, blah, blah.
2: No, the bar burned so, down like, and everybody died. Sam and Carla,
3: <laughs> Norman, yeah, everybody. You know? Yeah, but that's—I that, mean—but that's the point. If you're going to move the show back to Boston, his origin is inside of that bar. How are you not at least making reference? Yeah, to him being back in Boston, and you know what? Are any of them going to guess AMU. appear on the show? Yeah, no, they don't have Niles. Strike two. You know, the guy play his dad is dead you know, who I thought was, uh, I mean, if there was a triangle on that show, that was it. The two brothers and their dad. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was the really. it, it was I that, the dad was the best foil ever. And, you know, of the ones that I saw, I probably saw them all. I probably saw them all, but I don't know that I saw them all. But that said, the formula isn't there. And, and the formula with Frederick, is it his son? Yes. And his baby. As, has baby new earth been on there yet BB baby, baby new earth i
2: think she has but i'm not
3: sh- i haven't watched
2: it so i don't i don't know but yeah. you, but you're right but the it's, point, it doesn't have the, the, point, it doesn't have though, the formula
3: it's not that it's i don't i watched one uh two and i just the dynamic didn't catch me at all yeah you know i love the character i've loved the character since cheers i i, I like the show I liked, you know, the, the outings and, and so on and, and when, when, you know, he had his own try, all that, but just not, not doing it for me. Yeah. I yeah. Oh no, I, I get it. And I apparently have so much shit to watch *Shogun*, <laughs> invincible. And God knows there's a hundred other things that I've been putting off watching that I have. I've watched a new true detective. I've with, heard really uh, good things about Oscar. that. I know I'm yeah. dying to watch that but I haven't done it. So, you know, I got to I got to start I got to stop watching shows that I love and just <laughs> I just, you know, as you know, I did a Sopranos rewatch and before that, I did a House rewatch and then, you know, I'm I'm kind of accidentally sliding into a Big Bang Theory uh Rewatch only because I have it on in the background when I do other things. Because of the, those other shows, you know, I gotta pay attention to those. You know, like the ones I just mentioned. Like yeah. I can't watch true detective in the background. Right. You know, I can't I, watch stuff that I haven't seen in the background.
2: I, I'm 100 percent with you. That is probably one of the biggest barriers. It is that. For, you know, everybody is on a time crunch. I don't have a lot of time, especially, you know, in my life with with, with family obligations and oh, podcast but obligations. Is, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, I mean, I also, like, sometimes you only have a little bit of time or you just, you don't have the energy to pay attention to something. You just want some background noise or something to just kind of kill, kill a little bit of time. So, you know, the yeah. stuff that I know is good, I don't want to waste on putting on when I'm not ready to, you know, be fully engaged. And yeah, so, yeah, that's so, it. so then good stuff gets put off, put off. And then eventually you're just like, oh, that's like so far behind. Too much good stuff. I'll, I'll give you an example. You know, when the man in the high castle came out, I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. I really want to watch that. And then, I mean, how many years ago did that come out? Right. So I never, I never did watch it. And, I, and it at was, this point, I don't see me coming back around and going, oh, I'm going to sit down and watch the man in the high castle. Now, you know, it's like, I'm going to be the guy I that was, goes, it's news to me.
3: Hospital. I was in the hospital. And I don't remember what circumstance. I would have to look at the year. That doesn't narrow hospital. it down. <laughs> What's that?
2: That doesn't narrow it down quite enough. Oh, let's no, see. No.
3: I was it Yeah, I know. I was in the hospital for for a time. I don't remember. I, I probably was in there for two weeks, maybe something like that. And that's when I watched The Man in the High Castle, or whatever it was. I think I had watched all of it that had occurred up until up into that point but i don't think i watched anything after that yeah i honestly don't even remember if i did it i would have to rewatch the whole thing and pay attention so right I, I yeah that's on my list too i mean it's way the fuck down on my list but it's on
2: there yeah you know another one like that was was narcos right i really that looked really good and i really wanted to watch that but there's a lot of subtitles and like yeah you can't you can't be zoning out yeah, when you gotta read you right yeah. uh, so so that one yeah. that's another one that's just gonna be real tough
3: so like, There's a bunch, you know. I I didn't finish Miss Marvel yet. Oh um, yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, I didn't, I finished that. You know, like I mean, I see. Uh, I finished Echo because it was interesting, and Miss Marvel's kind of blah. Uh, what else? Yeah, I ju- I just
2: noticed that last night when when That's we were it. looking for something to watch. I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't watched uh, Echo yet.
3: So Echo, I Echo, I like. I love Echo, but I liked it. Uh, I don't think it has, with all due respect, no pun intended. You'll you'll get this when you watch it. I don't think it has legs. I don't think I don't think she has legs as a character. with All due respect, no pun intended. Oh, is that is that a mild spoiler,
2: out of context spoiler? I can't tell you. Are we going to have spider legged Echo come back like Darth Maul? I
3: can't tell.
2: You. <laughs> all right. Um, hey, you know, I went out to to the theater last night. That it was date night in the uh, in the Pi Day family uh, household, and um, I went
3: too to see... bad. I was there; I'd have taken someone on
2: yeah, date. Yeah, yeah, you know. And we went to That's see right. uh, Getaway Gals. No, it's Drive Away Dolls. We went to see Drive Away Dolls, the Ethan Cohen movie. It one Cohen brother, only one. Yes, oh, just no. Ethan. No, no, Joel and Ethan, just Ethan. Um, no, what well, you can't watch it if they're not both there. It's, I watched <laughs> I'm just gonna watch the first half
3: i'll watch half <laughs>
2: um i i really enjoyed it I, I mean it just had it had all the things you would want from a uh dialogue from heavy a movie. caper film no i mean you know middle and an end. it had a big a middle in and an end. it had characters it had plot
3: pick this movie is the new godzilla not playing near you
2: um i don't think it is
3: actually is that out that I'm so upset that the Japanese one, not oh, the yeah. American, you, you not think, King Kong versus. I'm talking Godzilla minus one. Yeah. Do you think
2: that that's going to be our date night movie?
3: I don't know what you and your wife do on date night. <laughs> we don't go see Godzilla. <laughs> I. What's the difference? A good story is a good story. No, I'm with you. I Let's bet, see. I bet. I bet there are plenty of people around your area there who would have been perfectly fine with Godzilla minus one for a date night maybe let's see what's playing at my
2: local theater that I could have seen
3: i could have seen oh.
2: demon slayer the uh, no 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 one cares. anime uh, ordinary angels don't even know what that is land yeah. of bad don't know what that is what is it land of bad okay don't know bob marley one love i could have seen madam web good reviews madam web could have could have wasted my oh, 2 hours of my 117 that minutes That's awesome I literally saw a video of the spoiler final scene in the movie, and the audience—and it's not a funny moment—the audience in the theater is straight out laughing at the screen.
3: What's the fun? What's the moment? I don't give a shit about spoiling this. <laughs> Go ahead. So no in, one's gonna in, see it anyway.
2: In the end of the movie, apparently, uh, Madam Webb is, is is in a hospital bed and she's blind, and she's sitting there with the three. You know, Spider women, and the nurse comes in and says, "Are is this, are all these people family?" And she goes, "Yes, they're my family." And the audience just cracked up because it's just so corny and dumb, and nobody cared about any people at that point. So that was that was that was it. That was the big moment. I feel like that's the final line of the movie. Yes,
3: there. Listen, it, it's ultimately stupid because they clearly Sony has no idea who their audience is, right? No idea who their audience is because if they did, there would be no Dakota Fanning, Madam Web, and there there would have just been Sydney Sweeney doing a Spider Woman movie, right? Which at which at this point
2: can't happen because Madam Web was so atrocious. Like if they would have even, Correct.
3: I mean, again, they should it's have like taken. Every, it's like everything. It's like Morbius. You're not gonna. You're not gonna save Morbius. He's done as a as a film character. Yeah. You're not gonna. I mean, you might save. You might save Venom for one more movie, but that's gonna be it. And it's not gonna have Spider Man in it, so I don't even know what the hell they're gonna do.
2: I I think, and the only thing that saves Venom because they're not great movies is that they're comedies. So it gets to be a little stupid because it's a comedy.
3: Venom is a really popular character with or without Spider Man. Where Morbius okay. is like, why the fuck did they make this movie?
2: True. So and you I got the popularity feeling, of the character, and you got the strength that. of Tom Hardy, and you got that it that it can be a funny movie on purpose, as opposed to funny, you know, accidentally like Madam Web. That's those are the advantages to Venom.
3: I think. I think unfortunately, if it's good or bad, Craven will go the same route. As why did they make this? They're trying to make Craven an anti hero. Why? They're never going to cross that character with Spider Man. I mean, unless Sony is just planning this amazing Tom Holland fourth Spider Man movie where he crosses over with all his shitty Sony cousins, uh, I can't imagine that they have any use for it. They're literally throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks. They don't know their audience. The reason Marvel films are successful or were, in my opinion, is because at least one factor is not to mention the fact that they're well-written, which, again, Madam Webb is getting slaughtered for writing. Um, Not only are they well-written, but they're interconnected. It's a created, shared universe. And there's no indication, well, there's very little indication that any of that occurs. You know, the biggest indication of that was Michael uh was was uh Michael Keaton at the end or whatever part of that shit show Morbius movie he shows up and goes hey doc or whatever the fuck he says you know because and did and you know will they have that moment with craven they may they clearly had no tie in moment in madam web not that you'd want one because you can at least say oh that's its own universe you know i haven't heard is there any is there any ties between that movie and spider-man did they mention spider-man did they mention anything about any mcu or other sony characters or anything like that i haven't heard a single mention that that occurred if that's the case they can cut it loose they can cut it loose and they can grab sydney sweeney and stick her back in the hot spider girl spider woman outfit and they can do anything they want with her because multiverse you know, yeah, in you know, that universe, the one that Sydney Sweeney Spider Woman comes from, there's no uh there's no Madam Webb or the other spider girls, whoever they are.
2: Yeah, and you know so, you know, so Sony That's doesn't, the solution. Right. And Sony doesn't have a streaming platform, right? They just license it out and they prefer that model, right? They make money just selling the licensing to stuff. So they could they could create a Sydney Sweeney Spider Woman you know, series, anything and, uh, you know, low, lower the stakes, make it a show. And then if, if Disney wants to put it on Disney plus, they license it to them. If they don't sell it to Amazon, sell it to Netflix. Uh, I mean, you know, and, I think you're, and, I think you're, you could get the the, the horny male audience of uh, viewership for sure. If you put Sidney Sweeney in the spider suit for a TV show,
0: if
3: you put her in the spider suit for like three minutes, And not waiting the whole film for it, apparently, which is what happens. And then even then, it's like you can barely see her in it. You know what I mean? Like it's dark and apparently it's not well done. So, look, I'm not trying to sell the idea that we need to have Sydney Sweeney Spider-Woman because she's attractive and she looks great in the suit. And, you know, it's probably a character that I think she could play well. None of the, all that is true, but I'm not selling it because of that. I'm selling it because Dakota Fanning, blind or otherwise, is not Madam Webb. And the other two Spider Girls, I'm not even sure who they are. I'd have to look it up in, actual, in in actuality to find out who the hell they are. Oh, and That's it, it, it also from. took place
2: like in 2000 and like the early 2000s was the, the time that it set. Did you hear that part? Even worse. And, and, and even worse.
3: And Ben Parker is a character in this. Oh, okay. Well, there's the tie in then, right? Yeah. That Ben Parker is a kid. And how is that? How is Uncle Ben a tie in to this?
2: Uncle Ben's the tie. But that would mean that Sidney Sweeney Spider
3: Woman is 20 years older than Peter Parker. Which is, again, it's another. It, you know what it is? You know what it is? It's uh, what you call it? It's the Joker movie. It's the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. That's what it is. Except this movie is funnier than the one about the Joker. Um, but it's the same idea, which is that it's it could be a standalone universe. They never have to do another one. They can literally cut it loose, but they can take what they want from it. Like again, Sydney from from purely a look perspective based on the original look of the character that we're talking about before anybody gets their britches in a bunch purely based on the look of the character, that particular look of the character, Sydney Sweeney as spider woman is, is, is something that should be, could be explored further without all the minutia that is everyone else in that movie. That's what I say. Yeah. I think that that uh, I think you're right. And with that, we will bring this episode without sandwich. We just can't do it. We're running out of time. Do we have other news?
2: Other time? To- We're running out of time. We just got started.
3: Yeah, short
2: one. Oh, All right, can't go along without the kid. Did you hear we don't uh, have
3: sandwich here to complain about me playing video games or? me collecting toys or me having expectations of his responsibilities for things that he committed to do for the show and isn't doing, you know, we don't have to do, we don't have to talk about any of that. It's like half the show.
2: All right. Well then let's talk about, uh, the, the cancel corner. Uh, did you hear Polly Shore? First of all, he's getting sued for alleged violent assault at the, at the comedy store in Los Angeles. Oh, I didn't hear that. And he's also pissed off, uh, Richard Simmons by playing him in a movie, and Richard Simmons didn't like. He looks just like Richard Simmons did twenty oh, years yeah, ago. Oh yeah, I know. I don't know if that's good. I mean, you know, is is that is that a compliment for Richard Simmons or a a, a slam on Polly Shore?
3: I'm not sure where to go with that one. Um, I'm really not. And then because uh, because I mean, it, I don't. The film wasn't released. I think Richard Simmons is trying to block its release. Is it Richard a, Simmons also hasn't been seen in public in a decade. Yeah. Is it is it a biopic it
2: a, on Richard Simmons? Or is it just a part that? is that is it a biopic about Richard Simmons? It or is, is it just okay.
3: Yeah. I think that's the nature of why he's uh why Richard Simmons is suing, I think. I don't know. Hundred percent.
2: I don't know. So we have to wait till Richard Simmons. Shuffles off this
3: mortal coil, then re-release it. I guess. I don't know about the assault. That I didn't hear about. The other part of it I heard about, and it's not unexpected, all things considered.
2: Yeah, and then uh, what's his name? Uh, Zachary Ty
3: Bryan. Who is that? He is the uh, he's the eldest or middle brother on Home Improvement. Correct.
2: Arrested for DUI. I think in my neighborhood, I think he was down here. Is he the middle, or he's, he, is he, he the, he's the? He was the oldest because the middle one is the.
3: Oh, yeah, is, is, got tons of problems.
2: Is the Lion King right? No, that's the middle one. Yeah, the middle one, the, not the little one. The middle, he's the middle one. Yeah.
3: Oh, Wait a minute. The was, guy who got arrested is the middle one.
2: No. God damn. Zachary I up. Ty, Zachary Ty Bryan is the oh, oldest. Hold on, I'm son. looking
3: Zachary. Taylor Bryan? Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) Zachary Ty Bryan. Zachary Taylor is some other person. Zachary Taylor was a president of the United States. Yeah. Zachary Ty Bryan. Uh, He's the eldest.
2: Yes, as I said. And he got arrested out in the Palm
3: Springs area. 42 years old. DUI oh boy oh boy
2: oh boy yeah. we we mentioned uh i think we mentioned last week that danny masterson got moved to a minimum security facility in san luis obispo um
3: have you been out to visit yet
2: no i haven't that's not too far from me either i love san luis obispo but i'm not going to go visit danny Masterson. um gerard Depardieu has another a fourth sexual assault complaint against him so they're stacking up for him, and uh, Mr. Marilyn Manson now owes nearly a half million dollars to the defendants in his uh, sexual assault case. So, which which one? It just says the def- uh, the defendants' lawyers, but that's it's the one with um, who's the one from Westworld.
3: Yeah, is it her? Yeah. It, uh, what is her name? Uh, Evan Shoot. Rachel oh. Wood. Evan Rachel
2: Wood. But I always want to call her Rachel Evan Wood. I can never get her name right. Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah.
3: Half a million.
2: Yep. After failed claims. So maybe he'll put out some new music so he can try to make some money. Maybe. License one of his movies, his songs to a film so he can get it back on Spotify and he can make a few. License his life to
3: a movie. That's what he should do. Biopic did you see
2: did you did you like uh what's her name uh, amy winehouse
3: i mean i thought she had a tremendous talent but i i wasn't like a fan or anything. yeah
2: well there's just there's a biopic about her coming out i saw the preview for it last night I, Who it, who's playing her um i don't know i don't know who's playing her i could look it up i suppose no i'll look it up okay it, it looked interesting <laughs> i just feel like she was so young she had one album, and then she's gone. I'm like, you know, did she have that much impact? She was a very strong voice. It's a great album, but I'm like, do we need a biopic about her? I, I don't know. Maybe when I watch it, maybe the story is, uh, you know, worthy of a of, of a, a whole film. But I just think that's kind of interesting. But I also feel like her family wasn't hugely supportive of the biopic.
3: Mm-mm-mm. I'm looking now to see if they were supported. God darn it.
2: Do you have all your typing noises on at all times just to annoy the people around you? Just to annoy people who are listening. Uh, I mean, that's Mar- this whole show. Marissa Abella. I mean, so an, an unknown, then, because I don't know who that is.
3: You may know her from such films as? I'm Troy Ed, McClure. Amy Winehouse. Uh, rogue Agent. Barbie. She was in Barbie. Barbie.
2: I mean, there was a lot of people in Barbie. Doesn't
3: industry, mean it was a big part. Industry. Yeah, nothing, really. All right. So, yeah, so she's an unknown. Pretty much. Who else is in that flick? Jack O'Connell. I know that name.
2: Is it Jerry O'Connell's son?
3: Oh, he's Irish. He's somebody. I feel like I know him from something. Godless? No. Say yes. Heroes? no, No. Skins. He was in Skins.
2: I don't remember that movie. Was that a
3: movie or a show? It's not a movie. It's a TV show. Yeah. I don't think I ever watched that. 300. Rise of the Empire. He was in the 300 sequel. Man with the Iron Heart. A lot of European flicks.
2: Yep. All right. So he's an unknown in America too. Yeah. What about Dune? Is Dune 2 going to play on the island? No. You
3: don't probably think, not. You don't think he'll get out there? No, I mean, I have to fly to Oahu. Oh, my gosh. Um, I think I'll be over there. I think I think I might be over there uh, for something. So I might uh, check that out. I'm checking right now to see.
2: Yeah, I don't know if, I mean, like, I went to see the first one. Did I watch the first one in the theater? I don't think I did. I think I waited for it. Oh, no, that was one where they released it, like, very quickly onto I wa- I watched
3: it in the theater.
2: Yeah. No, but I feel like Dune 1 came out on streaming, like, really quickly. That was, like, still kind of in the pandemic time frame. So I Currently, like we have
3: one love, the Marley movie. Nice. Till at least March 7th.
2: Oh, yeah. I wonder if they would bring Dune after that. And um, it doesn't
3: say what's coming out.
2: Yeah. Probably not Dune. Yeah, well, well Denny Villeneuve uh, is going to be directing he, Jake Gyllenhaal Dennis, and an HB... Dennis, It's Dennis Villeneuve. You don't think he's Denny? Isn't it Denny? Because he's French. Denis Villeneuve.
3: Villeneuve. Um,
2: Like the Louvre. Going to be directing Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, in uh, an HBO miniseries called The Sun.
3: Oh, I thought it was in the Roadhouse remake.
2: Roadhouse. Is that Jake Gyllenhaal?
3: It is Jake Gyllenhaal.
2: That's coming out soon, right?
3: I think so. Maybe out already. I'm not sure. I mean... I really... I don't have interest in watching that. What? Yeah, what, I kind of do in the way that one slows down to see a car wreck. That's it, though.
2: Like, why would you need to remake Roadhouse? Like, you can make a different movie oh. about a about a bouncer. But I mean, why? You, you can't come up with any other bouncer
3: stories. You have to remake the one classic, bouncer movie there was. Classics are remade all the time, sir. Roadhouse is a classic. Yeah, classic B movie, but a classic.
2: Yeah, I remember at the at the depths of my depression when I was feeling very sorry for myself, um, Roadhouse was on. When Is I that, was in the hospital, I was in the hospital, and Roadhouse was on. And right. I, I Roadhouse, and I remember my tweet that said, "What if in the movie of your life, in the if, if in the Roadhouse movie of your life, you're Sam Elliott?" That was that was my tweet when I was feeling sorry for myself in the hospital. So that,
3: the, it's the only line that I clearly remember from the movie too. Is when he first pulls up, he goes, "The double douche, <laughs> the double douche." Oh, I just saw uh,
2: the the scene uh, from uh, from Tombstone today, where uh, Billy Bob Thornton, you know, comes out with a shotgun and that's
3: I know you was back in town. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. And yeah, oh, oh I forgot, I, I, I,
3: I forgot you were there. Exactly. Leave that shit I've done. <laughs> just leave it. And he just walks away. I mean, yeah, there's that's... not a part of that movie that I don't a know by heart and b absolutely love. Not one part of that movie.
2: Yeah. I, I think
3: I watched that, that scene smoke wagon and see what happens. Yeah.
2: That get her, get her pistol and go to work. It, it's such a great scene of a of a bully who's actually a coward, right? You know, he nobody had ever stood up to him before, so yeah. he was running the show and then when somebody who actually isn't scared of him shows up, he has nothing. And it's yep. great. I mean it really it plays out so well on the
3: screen. Are you gonna do something or are you gonna just stand there and bleed? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think so. All right, youngster. Out <laughs> you go. Grounds by the ear. And then I love that he just goes right into the bartender. Wow, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Shit. Uh, you know what that means. Got to watch it again. Yeah. Um, uh, and he goes, what do you say? quarter of the house sound about right some whatever he says oh i can't remember that either
2: yeah it's 25 percent of the take sound right
3: yeah i can't remember his name though the bartender uh, i love that and that's we're gonna get off on a tangent but you know i love that one of th- that portrayal particularly of of wyatt earp and how they played him especially with the bartender whose name i don't remember um I just keep saying that because I keep thinking it's going to pop in my head. Um, but he goes, he goes, "What's your name, friend?" or something like that. He goes, "Wyatt Earp," and the bartender goes, "Yes, yeah, sure." Like he doesn't believe that it's Wyatt Earp, right? Because at that point, Wyatt Earp is, is for all intents and purposes, a legend in his own lifetime. You know, he's not only he's not only a, a, a legend, but he's just he's still active and moving around and everything, and and he's a legend. Which is a lot of how the old West, those old West sort of characters were, you know. Of, of which Up was definitely one. So yeah. anyway,
2: well now now I know which uh, ID we're going to use in the spot. Is it
3: Merv? Can't even think of what it is. It's not Merv. Can't remember what it is. Let's go on with the show. I'm not looking at anything. Up. <laughs> You're going to
2: come up with it any moment now. Um,
3: no, I'm just saying. What else?
2: <laughs> you know, we got uh, over on the MCU side of things what's going on in the MCU? Uh, it looks like they're kind of maybe tapping the brakes a little bit so they can regroup.
0: Who is what?
2: The, the MCU, Disney, you know, so they I think they officially oh, announced yeah, yeah, yeah. they officially yeah. announced that it's no longer Avengers Kang Dynasty, right? So
3: Correct. you know, and uh yeah, they're bailing on Kang, which honestly, I think Closure is I think I think uh, Ant-Man and the Quantum Verse. I think A- A- Ant-Man Quantumania, I think was closure enough on that character. Well, I think, anyway.
2: I mean, especially if... Well, and then Loki following that could give plenty of closure. And, you know, you kind of just can forget about the after credits from Quantumania and not worry about it. And then just move on. Um, I know last week we spent quite a bit of time discussing um, who's playing uh, the Thing in in the, the new Fantastic Four movie. You know who wanted to play the Thing? It was um, who's that?
3: Anyone, anyone other than the guy who's playing it?
2: So angry about that casting. We we spent a lot of time last week talking about how much you were not happy with the casting of the thing with the guy from the bear, Uh, but another person who lost out for the part who really wanted it was David Krumholtz. Do you know who
3: that is? Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah no he's god he's to everything he really wanted it though huh yeah i can't see
2: i can't see that at all bernard from the santa claus wanted to be the thing
3: yeah i mean uh, yeah i mean we can go through all of his things right wasn't he like mr universe in the firefly take my
1: love take my land I don't care, I'm still free, you can't take the sky from me, take me out to the black, tell them I ain't coming back, burn the land and boil the sea, you can't take the sky from me. no place I can be Since I found but you can't take
3: the sky from me TV show? Oh, yeah. Oh, god damn it. You have to put it in post. <laughs> I mean, really, this guy? Right. Look, th- this guy? <laughs> that guy wanted to be the thing? <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be. Um... He was already a thing. So you know who he wants
2: to be? Who now? He wants to be Mole Man, since they can't uh make him the thing. I mean,
3: that he, I see that more than than anything else. Yeah. I don't think he's getting that either, but you know, I can see that. Yeah, look. I can see that.
2: Yeah, but he, he's basically he's a big uh he's a big comics and Marvel fan, so he he's trying to get himself please, into the MCU Please
3: I'll do it for free, I'll please
2: exactly he's in a
3: lot of things he's been he's, he's been acting since he was a kid he was in 13 things i H- hate about you 10 things i hate about you what yeah. 10, 10 things 10, 10 things I hate yeah. about you. That, that was that oh. was the,
2: the fourth one of the trilogy it was 10 things i hate about you then 11 things i hate about you then 12 yeah. 13 fourth one in the, in the series 10
3: things I hate about you he was in uh what's that other one slums of beverly hills
2: yes a good movie really good movie i like that alan arkin yeah. as the
3: dad Yeah, he was in that. He's been in, I mean, oh, you know who he was? In ER. Do you know who he was in ER? I don't,
2: because I've never watched ER, but that's one of your favorites as well.
3: First of all, that's a shame that you haven't watched it. That's number one. This is going to drag me into an ER rewatch. Oh, my Uh, God. How how long was was
2: ER on the the air? There's like 20 seasons of ER right
3: there. 12 (laughs) seasons, something like 14 seasons, whatever it is. It's a lot, whatever it is. Um, and they're hour long, so there goes me catching up on anything. Uh, he played. Now let me let me see if my ER knowledge is still front of mind enough to remember the character name. Sobriki was the last name. Paul Sobriki. Look it up. You can check it. He played Paul Sobriki. He was a law student who had his first, um, he's a schizophrenic, he had his first break, schizophrenic break, and he was in the ER, and he stabs, in a, in a dark room, he stabs Carter in the back. Now, of course, now I have to remember, oh, shoot, played Carter. So oh Noah, that's Noah Wiley? Noah Wiley, yeah. He stabs Noah Wiley in the back. He stabs... Um, what's her name? Lucy Knight. Uh, portrayed by... I think it's... Is it Kelly Green? Or am I thinking Kerry Green? Because I had a crush when I was younger. Kelly's kelly lucy knight was the character's name um and it's one of my favorite the episode following that is one of my favorite episodes
2: so he ever. was he with was only whether their... he wasn't a regular he was a one episode character
3: actually two, two because characters. they brought him back they brought david Crumholtz's H- character paul sabrici and and his wife Mrs. Sabricki, like a year later, or maybe a year and a half later, they brought him back. That character goes back to the ER because he has like an accident, and like Carter Noah Wiley confronts him. and It's you stabbed very, very me, man, you stabbed me in the back. I don't know what Noah Wiley sounds like, so he did, he did stab him in the back. Um, but I can't remember, and as a result. Lucy Knight, I don't care if I'm spoiling it, it's 100 years ago. Lucy Knight, Lucy Knight's the character of Lucy Knight died, played by God, what the fuck is her name? Um, She died as a result. Uh, Lucy Knight, ER. All right, so there were 15 seasons of ER. Kelly Martin, Kelly Martin. Yeah, Kelly Martin, 15 seasons, of course there is. Um, So, Kelly Martin, so. Her character Lucy Knight died as a result of that stabbing, and Kelly Martin lost a job. So there you go. If she lost it, or if it was planned, or what? But in any event, Man, there's a lot of people in there you go. this. David Crumholtz a complete filmography. All right, and with that, before we, we go to break,
2: this. before we go to break, let's let's do Great. some ER trivia with Mr. Big Kev because it's one of his favorite shows of all time. How many times did Anthony Edwards appear shirtless in ER? Zero. Okay, how many times did he appear shirtless in Top Gun? He's the only one that didn't Zero. appear shirtless in Top Gun, so he must have a horrific chest. Okay, I guess. I who who was in the most episodes of ER?
3: Who was in the most episodes, like character-wise? Yeah,
2: which character was in the most episodes out of the 15 seasons? It's
3: probably one of the nurses. Halei. Who? Who Who is it say?
2: It is Noah Wiley with 254 episodes. Yeah, okay. Kind of makes sense. From 94 to 2009. Second is Laura Innes who played Carrie Weaver, with 249 yeah. episodes. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards, Dr. Mark Green, 180 episodes. Is he third? No, no, no. Uh, I was going to say. You, you got uh, Laura Saran, who played nurse uh, Chani Marquez.
3: Yeah, Chuni. Yeah, I thought it would be one of the nurses.
2: Yeah, and then uh, Deezer D, who played nurse Malik McGrath. Is dead. In... Yeah, dead. Uh, yep, black and white picture. Moi Returney is 189. So it's a big drop off, right? You know, you get 250, 249, 219. Then you're in the, you know, high 200s. There were a lot of right. people in this. Mackay Pfeiffer, 135.
3: Yep. Uh, uh, Ming-Na Wen yep John Stamos John Stamos so alright so we we can go to break I just wanted to to get that out there Uh, and with that we will take our first and only break as we cram in the end of this program after these messages
1: we'll be right back yeah
3: We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff, TNG, directly by using our GVM line.
0: 201 Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices?
3: Huh?
2: Our what? All right, here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices, like this.
3: <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your
1: questions and your, hmm, comments. Oh! That's
2: right. We want you to tell us what's, hmm, on your mind.
0: What we are doing that you (laughs)
2: like.
0: So call us on the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG.
3: <laughs> wow, wow. What?
0: Okay, here we go.
3: I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast.
0: We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more.
2: Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well.
0: Proud members of Hashtag Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network.
2: Hey Geek Stuff listeners, it's West Coast Scott here Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi Brittany Hi Tell them about our podcast
0: We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family
2: It's called The Piecast because we got married on Pie Day And it's available wherever you find your podcasts You can also follow us on social media At Pie Day Family And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott Check us out
3: And now another classic Geek Stuff I.D.
1: Forgive me if I don't shake hands.
0: Hi, it's Val Kilmer from the movie Tombstone. You're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Isn't that a daisy? And he really is big.
1: What an ugly thing to say.
0: Stay tuned. I'm your huckleberry. Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the sandwich shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you're from our amazing sponsor, BuildXwing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open to attack position, the laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do 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 premium offer. You get what 18 scale, Hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received. Fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Hey, go.
2: Okay, now I'm sure. <laughs> That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely Parm
3: Crisp. That's right. No Geek Stuff TNG would be complete
0: without Parm Crisp snack mix. Farm crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like Parm,
3: Crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios. Three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs, Kev? Does that mean that
2: it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar?
3: Yeah, it has fiber in it and no added sugar. So you take the fiber remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes palm crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow.
2: An independent company too. Looking at their website, ParmCrisps.com, it says our original blend. palm Crisps, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch. You can get the ranch snack mix pouch or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite I'm- Kev? I'm cheese,
3: sour cream and onion. What was that? I one? like I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion. It's probably very good. Yeah, you could get the variety pack. Oh, looking at all of the ingredients. Oh I've you eaten. see, sir, I, I get them at the Costco in the large size because I eat so many delicious parm crisps. Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You
2: got cheddar, original, jalapeno everything for cheese and sour cream they all sound delicious yeah
3: but i don't think they're doing the big what is this 20 ounce i don't think they're doing 20, are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors i don't know
2: for more information on ParmCrisps, go to ParmCrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today when you buy them mention geek stuff tng for absolutely no discount
0: Punch right. them a we- checkout and look like a weirdo.
3: <laughs> Reach out to them at ParmCrisp.com and tell them you heard about ParmCrisp from Geek Stuff TNG. It's really
2: nice that the that the kid beams in to do the live read and then beams right back out. I mean, it makes the show so much better to hear his voice. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I know oh, yeah. everybody loves the ParmCrisp commercial, too. I get so much positive feedback about the ParmCrisp commercial that's still in there.
3: Oh, I'm sure of that.
2: I need to go find the uh, the kids' cocaine commercial. Everybody liked that one. I got to put that back in every now and then. Oh, shoot. I did not hit record for our live audience. Let me get the show started again.
4: Recording in progress.
2: All right. Welcome back to the live studio audience. Um, let's see. Any product that you want to talk about this
3: week? I mean, nothing really comes to mind. Um... No, nothing that's really blowing my uh my socks off here. Um, no. No. Oh actually, yeah. Um so Loose Collector. This is real this is brief. Um Loose Collector is now doing figures of Rob Liefeld's characters. I can't remember which um they're six-inch figures from from uh, the property that he owns still, which is, uh, trying to see if it says what the universe, it's whatever his universe is that he sold, because he sold, you know, his best characters were probably in a book called Youngblood, and he sold that off years ago. Uh, I'm looking now to see. Um, and these are all basically – they're basically riffs on, um, on Marvel characters that he created or characters that he likes and just flat out ripped off. <laughs> um, the first two up – let's see. Uh, so the figures that come from Loose Collector is uh, known – most recently, the thing we talked about on this show was Mr. Hyde. He did an enormous right. six inch scale figure, Mr. Hyde, two different versions. And the figure is amazing. And he's, he, the loose collector has now, uh, which is the name of the company, has now, um, has now uh, gone into an agreement with uh, Rob Liefeld. I'm looking now. Loose collector, Rob Lifefield. This is extreme. Rob Lifefield's extreme universe. Um, couldn't open that one. This is so the first two um characters are going to be Blood Wolf which is basically a loose riff of, um, I mean, he, he is Lobo from DC. And Cabot Stone, who kind of looks like Cable a little bit. He kind of looks like a bunch of different, he like, he like a little bit Cable, a little bit Shatterstar, you know, really humongous. Uh, uh, muscle, muscled up characters, big, huge guns, lots of pouches all over. I mean, that's that's Lefeld's. Isn't that Lefeld's
2: signature pouches?
3: Yeah, the pouches look. Uh, that's that's definitely his signature. Um, so they're coming from Loose Collector. They're six inch figures. They're seventy five dollars a pop. No one's buying these toys. Yeah, no one is buying these toys. Only the real extremists are going to buy these toys, and I can't even imagine uh, somebody doing that. Um, one of the other things that came out, which was interesting, and I haven't decided yet before anyone named Sandwich asks, is Hot Toys has shown their live-action teenage Ahsoka okay. 12-inch scale figure of course she's much smaller because she's teen Ahsoka um and it looks great it's also really in my opinion it's expensive for what it is just to let you know I'm going to get in there and uh give you a, a price tag on that one because I think that's important because it's part of the problem in my opinion um Let me get over to that. I'm going over to Sideshow Collectibles Hot Toys seller in the U.S. of A. Um, Now, while you're looking that up, Sideshow
2: (laughs) both creates and distributes, right? Like everything that they sell, they didn't create, but some of the stuff they sell, they did create. Is that right?
3: Correct. Yeah, that's correct.
2: I get get Uh, confused.
3: Padawan. Padawan Ahsoka Tano. So... Let me see if it gets details here. It doesn't give her height, but based on, you know, size comparison. Oh, there it is. She is 10.6 inches tall.
2: Oh, so in a 12-inch in
3: line. In a 12-inch line, which makes sense. Because that is about how... In fact, she might be even a little tall, you know, for based on what I remember from the live-action Ahsoka series. She might be even a little tall. She looks great. The figure looks really good. The question is, at two fifty-five, do I need a Padawan Ahsoka who comes with, well, let's be honest, nothing.
2: $255 for a, yep. a 10-inch action figure. That just seems... Very expensive.
3: Yeah. And it has a figure stand and it has how many expressions. So I'm looking at now. It has rolling eyes, which is a new thing that all hot toys figures are going to have. It has the, uh, it has seamless arms, which is because her arms are mostly bare. They're seamless. Meaning that, you know, you don't see the joints. She's got the LED lightsaber, which is the new type of lightsaber, which I haven't heard good things about. Uh, She's got a pair of goggles. I'm not sure exactly what the significance of the goggles are. Um, I probably should know that. I don't. You know what? And I have to be honest, too. This costume doesn't look right in the sense that just feel I mean, it's what she was wearing in the live action show. But I mean, as far as Padawan Ashoka goes, it doesn't feel Padawan Ashoka. Oh, I guess it is. Well, it's close. Not quite there. It's obviously based on the live action and not the animated because the colors are slightly different. Yeah, the colors are slightly different. It, you know... Yeah, that's the one I remember. Well, perhaps she's a little older there. The kind of the blues and the grays. This one is more like a chartreuse or a wine tunic. Um, I don't think it's chartreuse. I'm just saying that to be fancy. But no, actually, you know, when you look at these, I guess it's close. It's it's basically the live-action interpretation of the animated... You know of the animated costume, so I guess to an extent I get it, but uh, that's really the question: Do I want to? You know, what's 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 the what's the angle there for my collection? Well, I do collect Clone Wars. Is I do is that collect- age Ahsoka still during?
2: The cartoon timeline yes okay
3: so So, this would be ahsoka during the clone wars right now technically if she had some armor bits on her or something it'd be a no it would be a no-brainer it would be an absolute yes for example i bought the armored obi-wan who i don't think appeared i don't know if he appeared in the hello there yeah him (laughs) i don't think he appeared in the armor proper In the Clone Wars series, he definitely did in the Tartakovsky shorts, but I don't know if he appeared in the white armor in the regular cartoon. I think bits of the white armor, yes. Arms and legs, and he had that tan tunic in the middle, yes. Um, I currently have on pre-order, I have Mace Windu for the same reason. He has the armor bits that identify him as a general from... The Clone Wars, so that would qualify for my wheelhouse. This Ahsoka is kind of can go either way because he she either she either poses up with Anakin and Ben Kenobi. Hello there. Doesn't really count if she either she either displays well with them or I don't need her. And I have a feeling she probably will display well. But then the question is, what am I not getting to get that? Kind of. Not really. It's not usually my... Let me ask this. Clone
2: Wars, a big event in the galaxy, yes? Yeah. How come two of the most famous generals, Anakin Skywalker and uh, Ben Kenobi... Or No, I'm sorry, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. Hello there. And... Luke Skywalker doesn't realize that he's got the same last name as one of the most famous generals from the Clone Wars?
3: Well, there's time enough removed. 16 years? And, well, and there's that other thing, too, the suspension of disbelief. All right. 16 years? That's a debatable point. <laughs> how, old, how old is Luke? I don't know. How old is Luke? How old Obi-Wan? Hello there.
2: I mean, yeah, that, that tattooing son really ages you if you go from you uh, Ewan McGregor to uh... That's what I mean.
3: I mean it's a it's a it's a it's a real sort of point of contention. Yeah. So. all right, we don't need to get into that. Um, I have I have a so question. that 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 was announced. I think that was announced since we last did a show. Mm. Yeah. Um let's see. Uh Sideshow also announced now this one I am interested in. Um Sideshow also announced, well oh, I'm getting it uh, a pennywise sixth scale figure, but why is it a big deal? Well, because it's not the movie, it's the Tim Curry Pennywise Ooh. from the miniseries that Pennywise I really liked. I'm not saying I didn't like the other one I did, but not to the point of where I'm like, hmm.
2: You know, if you're going to get Excels that if you're going to get that and get it autographed, you're going to have to move quick. I, Tim Tim Curry Tim Curry ain't doing so hot these days. Yeah, I know.
3: I'm not looking to get it autographed. Yeah. What would he sign? His leg, you know. Not an autograph item.
2: Wait. It's you wouldn't keep it in the box and get the box autographed? No. Oh, all right. Th- that's okay. So I have that question. I kind of texted a little bit about this. Um Okay. Carrie Elways from it's coming to a screening of the Princess Bride.
3: Oh, crap! When is that?
2: Um, I, I I think it's in May. Um, oh, good! I have time. Yeah, you have a little time, and and so I uh, I sprung for the uh, the VIP experience
3: with the meet and greet before. Uh, so I don't I don't know how to share a picture with you because I have a picture of me and Carrie owens from the book tour.
2: All right. Well, yeah, get that out to me. I'll get that signed for. (laughs) Do
3: do you want me to bring. Oh, I don't want it signed. I'd much rather a toy. I get signed toys. Do you want me to bring the cardboard cutout
2: of Big Kev with me to the event and take pictures with Carrie always? We need to get the life size cardboard cutout.
3: Have you watched the interview that I did with him that's on YouTube still?
2: Uh, I have not recently. I'll have to go back and watch it. You really
3: should. You really, really should. And you should have it queued up on your phone. And say, I'm the producer of this guy's show. Do you remember this guy? Because I, I interviewed him then, but I've met him twice since and reminded him who I was. Because he looks like in that interview that he wants to stab me in the throat. <laughs> I literally say during that, I'm like, You look like you want to stab me in the throat. And he's like, Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it, it's so awkward. That was also, you know what that also was? Oh, no, that wasn't. I was about to say that was the 3D joke. That's not. That was not the 3D joke. That was um, what's his name? Um, that was the creator of The Walking Dead. Did that joke with the the room? Yeah, Robert Kirkman. We were in a room that was that was called that. The room number was 3D, right? And there was a big 3D sort of thing on the back of the wall. And when we first set up the shot, we were standing in front of it. And I said, well, I just want everyone to know that this this interview will be conducted in, th- and, and and we set it up with Robert Kirkman. We both opened up at the, at the same moment, and we go, in fabulous 3D, and then it just says 3D. And we were both just like, and I was like, yeah, that didn't work. Shut up, Tim. That would be <laughs> producer Tim. Uh, at the time, producer, was he producer Tim? I can't remember what his nickname, production Tim, that was it. Um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, no, but the carry Elway's one, yeah, he looks like he wants to stab me in the throat. So, I'm going to have to find that and put me? some
2: books. So, okay, so I have my Princess Bride, uh, you know, uh, Man in Black, uh, uh, Buttercup, figure. and an Ego. Uh, figure? Figures. Figure. They're, but And they're all still in the box. You got to say
3: it like, McF- it's a McFarlane toy, so you have to say it like McFarlane. Yeah, a figure? You, you'll get the comic book, you'll get the figure, You you saw you saw Liefeld
2: making fun of him, right? With his, uh, you know, I'm gonna put it in in a four pack, a five pack, a six pack. Yeah, you gotta get just buy all these. They got different heads and everything. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But but so oh yeah. So my question is, I literally just kind of made space in a room so that I can display my Princess Bride figures and some other stuff, my Dungeons and Dragons figures. I was making space to do it, but now I'm like, so do I? Do I keep one in the box and get the box signed? Do I open Wait, it and now, have to sign on. the figure? Now,
3: hold on. Yeah. Did you get, did you have to get rid of a kid for this?
2: No. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. I have a, we have a loft that has some bookshelves I'm and I aware added a couple of, of shelves. Your home. Yeah. So we 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 added but I'm specifically making space so that I can display a few things. I'm just
3: saying if there was voting occurring on who should be who were voting off the island. <laughs> it's not gonna be I'm one just... of the kids. I stayed there once, so I figure I should get a vote. It's okay. basically where I'm going. <laughs> you could be
2: a tiebreaker. There'll like, be no tie. You're like the vice president. You come in in the, in the event of a tie. Um, you know, Yeah, we thought about making the playroom into a spare room. You know, that way, uh, you know, I was thinking we get a live-in I like nanny the there. But
3: format that it has now. Thank you very <laughs> much, considering I'm the one that sleeps there.
2: <laughs> yeah. We, we moved the bed out of that so we got more room in the playroom. So I don't know. Next time we'll, Unbelievable. it'll be a different.
3: That better, better be back in there by the time I get there. Yeah,
2: it'll be air mattress next time.
3: No! What am I? What am I, your uncle? Jesus.
2: <laughs> get out the air mattress. Big Kev's coming to town. Where did
3: the bed go? Where did the bed go? <laughs> we got rid of it. Unbelievable. We needed the space. Um, I'm just going to have to find another bed in the house to sleep oh, in then. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll
2: check around uh, well we're gonna put bunk beds no, no. in, in my brother-in-law's room my own. do you want top bunk or bottom in. bunk in my brother-in-law's I'll room my own,
3: i'll do my own check-in okay. it's fine all right i'll um, check in with people i know in the house in the house, house. yeah um and your wife will ban me from the house <laughs> so
2: so what do i do with this with this man in black what figure? would i do yeah what would you do
3: I would get another one. Get another one. Signed.
2: So you have one to display and one that's signed in the box forever. And just yeah, because you
3: don't want – I mean, you don't – what are you going to get? Are you going to get the base signed? I always thought that was dumb because, yeah. first of all, it's a base. Who's looking at the base, number one? And a lot of people get it signed underneath, which I really don't understand. And even if you get it signed on top, there's usually writing on it or something like that. It just makes it awkward. It, to me, it seems like and, – and McFarlane Packaging – I mean, I'm looking it up right now because I have to buy one for an occasion. <laughs> I'm going to come in here
2: with a, a whole thing. I've got this whole bag full of uh, Man in Black McFarl- McFarland figures. Can you fill them out? They also there's also the Super Seven, uh, you know, standard six inch size. Like I think that it's the retro. That
3: wasn't Super Seven collection.
2: They didn't do the retro collection of it. That nope. wasn't Super Seven.
3: The retro collection. Oh, you mean the the the, reaction. the little reaction. they might have i wouldn't i wouldn't do that i would rather i'd either have the neca which is really hard to get or i would have the McFarlane, which is probably is probably easy to get i'm looking it up right now
2: yeah i i I have to decide did i get i don't think i got the andre you know i don't think i got the um fezzik figure and I didn't. And I didn't get. Um...
3: There are two Fezzik figures. There's basically two of everything.
2: Yeah, the, there was the the like the the, the bloodied, second series. The bloodied... was
3: everything was was basically the entire series. For, series one redeco and Fazini, right. And that was it. They're not doing anymore. Uh, Wesley McFarlane figure. Get a four trigger. pack three pack get a four yeah. pack yeah so i mean honestly i'm looking at it now and it's absolutely perfect the packaging it's perfect to get signed i mean look it's got all of that now this is me i get it signed right on the plastic you know and look at the area by the by the sword by by this this area down here yeah you got all that area where you can sign. He could sign that in black and it would probably look fine. But, you know, I think honestly, with it being lit the way that it is from behind, like that with the light background, you could probably, honestly, you could probably get, you could probably have him do any color and be fine with it. And plus, also you have two choices. You know, you have the regular one and you also got, you know, beat up. You got this one? Did you get this one?
2: I didn't. I just got I just got the one cuz I was going to just display, you know, the sword fight scene, right? That my favorite scene from the movie. So,
3: yeah. No, honestly, yeah. I I'm now going to debate whether I get the full costume one or the injured one or both and send them to you. <laughs> and then I have, dirt my, to I have They're cheap too. I have a copy they're, of they're, the their clearance oh. everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I mean, more, I mean, I'm sure if you look, you could find them for dirt. Amazon. Well, I'll have to get on there and, and
2: get, get one. So yeah, I, I, I agree, but then it's just. The I'm one looking that's... right now.
3: Amazon 19 bucks, 20 bucks. I guess
2: though, you know, wherever I put the display, I can have the signed box one in the back the and then, and then the, yeah. And then the, the, the other figures just out and on display. Yeah. I am excited. Like I literally, that is my actual favorite film. Princess Bride, right? So I'm yeah. excited. It's going to be it's going to be a fun opportunity. And again, I think that I'm taking your advice to heart. Doing Uh-oh. the meet and greet. No, just no, no. You know, you said you know these people aren't going to be around forever. If you get the opportunity, you know, go say hello to them. Get you know, meet. Do the meet and greet. Right. Like so, going to watch the Q and A would have been fun, but I I'm gonna do I'm doing the VIP experience to do the actual meet and greet because I think that it will be a very memorable, important. Event for me because it's my favorite movie. Look at, I'm really looking forward to it.
3: Look series two. Buttercup in the blue dress. Twelve eighty-five. Fazzini. Eighteen ninety-eight. Are these on Amazon or where are you looking? Yeah, they're on Amazon. Wesley, Dread Pirate Roberts. Wesley, twenty bucks. I'm looking for. I'm looking for the rest. Princess. Right, and you see, this is what goes into getting signed figures. You know what I mean? Is you going in and doing the research. Uh, McFarlane Fezzik with the cloak mega fig is thirty bucks, but I feel like originally he was fifty. Uh, Inigo Montoya, bloody Inigo, is fifteen. Is fourteen sixty nine? Oh my god bloody wesley is 10 bucks so guess what's coming your way <laughs> both of them um and how many do you think he's gonna sign i don't know i don't know how these things work i'm making sure you got enough stuff with you that's all
2: so i got it just in case yeah so the super seven yeah super seven physic is 20 bucks now oh how about this
3: that's the that's the the rinky dink one oh what about the... What? Um, who Who makes this? Is it NECA? The NECA one was really good. NECA Wesley figure. I'm looking on Amazon to see if anyone has it. NECA Wesley. I, I mean, I'm just going out on a limb here. I'm guessing uh, Princess Bride. I'm guessing here. Well, yeah, I see. Gonna, I, I see, see a
2: a Princess Bride Wesley Private Roberts Master Series one six scale action figure for two hundred and twenty two dollars and ninety five cents. And one it's,
3: six scale is twelve inch. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and it I says feel like it's, I have that one.
2: it's sold by Man
3: of Action Figures. Yeah, it's, that's just a website. That was what you call it. Did that quantum mechanics did that? Okay. QMX. Oh, okay. It's a QMX figure from a while back. I'm looking. I'm looking on eBay now. eBay. Neca. Wesley.
4: There's
3: a loose one for
2: eighteen. So that's the one that I could, uh, eBay alert, eBay alert. That's the one that I could display then, right? You get, you get the open one to display and then you keep the one that I bought in the
3: box. Well, it's not going to match up with the McFarland one. Oh, it's not. Oh, that's not the McFarlane. Oh, well, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised actually. Now I have choices because the NECA one, 35, 30. I'm really 50? They used to be. Oh, there, here we go. 50, 80, 108. <laughs> Stupid. These people are dumb. 64, 100. Well, They have I, mean, I have one choice. Where was where was that loose one for real cheap?
2: Yeah, the uh the bloody dread pirate Roberts from uh, McFarland's going for thirteen bucks over a big bad toy store.
3: Yeah, it's ten bucks on Amazon. So who you buying it from? Mm-hmm support your, your uh, local uh... free shipping yes i will thank you very much um yeah actually you know what in retrospect the neca one is not really that good so i probably go with the mcfarland although the the neca one is more is going to be more rare yeah the qmx one looks pretty good though i feel like i have that one i feel like i got it on a black friday deal for some ungodly amount of money like 70 bucks or something i think i don't even know to be honest i'd have to look but, neck-a-one, uh, neck-a-one does, is, isn't not, that expensive? That, that's not one that you that's not one that you get signed though in my opinion you don't get a 12 inch figure there are people who get the base signed on 12 if it has a base oh because because
2: you're saying that that a 12 inch figure like that has to be displayed whereas the the one the other one it's okay to keep better to keep it in the box
3: you're displaying the packaging
2: yeah you know what i mean yeah this neca one i mean again this neca one would be a good one to get autographed
3: as well based on its rarity i would say it's a good one to get autographed but honestly at 10 bucks and 20 bucks i'd rather pop for 30 bucks and get two then pay let's call it 35 to 50 to 70 for one even though it's a little bit more rare it's also more durable because that's that closed plastic shell packaging yeah so that one's going to be more durable so it's very likely to come to you in really good shape that's the other issue is kind of shape of these things going to arrive in and at that point you also have to resign yourself to If you have not given yourself enough time to get a replacement, (laughs) you have resigned yourself to whatever, you know, whatever it is you get, you get. I have figures that are, that are packaged, signed packages that are not as nice as I'd like them to be. But I also, that was what I got. I did not have the opportunity to get a replacement. And so therefore I I went with what I had. Right. And And your Apollo Creed is not signed. Is that correct? I don't have an Apollo Creed because the one I wanted would have been the Rocky series from from the people who did WWE before Mattel. I can't remember who that one was. Oh. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, it would have been that one, um, which was a great toy probably. I would take. I think they did two or three. I'd have taken any of them. I'd have really liked one from Rocky or Rocky Two, but the one from Rocky Four was fine also. The one with the the American Trunks was was really good. That one was great. There was another one also. I can't remember who did that one, but that was another one I would have accepted, and I could have got them even though they are really really expensive. Um, I would have done it if Carl Weathers had been signed in toys, right? Only to find out that people got in line with toys anyway and he like signed them or he's like give me 20 bucks or some some shit. Oh so he so it. he
2: if you would have risked it he would have signed it basically.
3: Possibly. Yeah. Possibly.
2: Plus you would have been um, uh, getting the gorilla filming it with your cell phone in your pocket so it would have been, you know, you should have done it. You Should have gone for such it. A
3: thing <laughs> except except for you and McGregor. No. <laughs>
2: I, was trying I know you're poised. Obi-one. Hello there. All right, I think we should so... wrap this one up so you can play some Fortnite.
3: But but I'm gonna. No, need... I can't. Now I'm out of time.
2: All right, but I I'm gonna have... need. Oh. I'm gonna need coaching on multiple things before I go to this. This will be my first like event such as this. So I'm gonna need to coaching on the proper way to ask for an autograph. The proper way to ask for a. Uh, geek stuff no
3: they didn't it just said it's a meet and greet i'll have it with me maybe he won't you know one is assuming at a meet and greet i've never been in a meet and greet where they were like no autographs i've never seen that so i'm going to assume that he will and mine are to big kev (laughs) yeah and that's part of of it too right the coaching you
2: needed what yeah no i mean yeah like how do you also then go, Oh, by the way, can you record an ID for my podcast? Uh, you know, geek stuff, TNG, this is Kerry Elways.
3: You have to feel that out. We'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Before. That's what I'm saying. I
2: need coaching. I need, yeah. I need a
3: little. You, you have to feel that. Don't we have one from him? Maybe.
2: I feel like we do. Well, I mean, if you um, interviewed him, there probably is one.
3: There probably, yeah. Hi, this is be.
2: Kerry Elways, and I want to stab Kevin the neck and you're listening to In the <laughs> Big Throat. In the Throat. In
3: the Throat. Uh, if I can get him to do it, I'll I'm get him to say that. Certain, I'm almost certain that I got him to cut one when we did that video. I'm almost certain of it, but that doesn't mean I have it. I mean, yeah. could it? It could be on. It could be on the master computer, deep in the
0: bowels
3: of the unit of the uh, product
2: archive, or, or it's lost to the ages with the uh, Richard
3: Chamberlain. Some, chunk of it no 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 it's, no, it's not Richard Chamberlain, Chamberlain. It's no no
2: it's uh it's uh uh oh, Zora the Gay Blade George George
3: no George Hamilton
2: George Hamilton that's the one that like is just the the sound quality is just degraded
3: oh is that what it is that
2: was the one yeah because when the when the Zora the Gay Blade figure came out which I do kind of regret not getting now um we talked about it and we looked we found it don't, but it was in bad shape
3: regret, don't regret it because They're now doing six-inch figures. They're moving into the six-inch realm. So it's entirely possible we could get that set redone in six-inch. I hope that happens. I don't think it will, but I hope it does. All right. With that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 753. I'm not an idiot. I know what number it is. Uh, what do we call this one? Shogun Hold the Sandwich. Oh, God. All right, I don't have anything better. Shogun Hold the Sandwich to a close by giving the social medias.
2: Hey, that's probably a good idea. Uh, you know, follow the sandwich on his new Twitter slash X account, Fat Dumbledore, where you can see beautiful images of uh, people sitting in cake, as well as uh, other... Uh, find things. You can also find him on Instagram. Also, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. You can find me, right Scott, now. On, on the Instagrams, the Twitters, the threads. Um, follow the show I on the Patreon. I following
3: him? I gotta search.
2: Yeah. You gotta type that in the whole thing door. with an E. Um, and where can they find you while you're searching on your...
3: Dumb... blade Door. Geek Stuff TNG... Oh, there it is. I found it. With his blanket. Um, <laughs> Big Kev GS on Xbox and particularly Fortnite. Spooky. Um, and BK Geek stuff everywhere else. All right. Who All right. wants to see me sit in this cake? <laughs> <laughs> we should have to caption this photo. Nice. Content. That's it. We only got one post.
2: I mean... He just created the Twitter I'm account. I'm following
3: him. Yep. I am following him. Everyone should be following him. You know He has he has a hundred and thirty-one people following him. Really? <laughs> Twelve followers, 131 following.
2: Oh no, he's following 131. Yes. He yeah, only has 12 oh, is followers.
3: He, oh, who's he following?
2: Um, all the cake sitting accounts, probably. Oh, the, oh, WWE, yeah. Magic the Gathering, all the things he's interested in. I don't know, it's Sandwich's account. I I don't know. Of course it is. Sandwich is is banning that Twitter all the time. All the posts are officially endorsed by the Sandwich.
3: I'm putting this out there to uh, Will's Trash. Let's go with the images, let's go. And and the one
2: that's on his Twitter is from Will's Trash. Thank you very much, it is fantastic. And the more you can do, the better. We will share them and credit. Credit where credit is due.
3: Is that it? Are we and, done?
2: And with that, give it. So let's do. Let's do the proper out. Outro. And with
3: that, we will bring this episode to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying, "Good night,
2: Pamela Salem. Wherever you are."
1: And on that note, we cue the music.